Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brilliant episode of Mind from the Beautiful Mind Game podcast with myself, Hams, and Millie. We're back again for a very special episode. Uh, so this week, as we're speaking, um, it's International Women's Day uh, as well that we've just recently had as well, which has been fantastic to see a lot of people um, promote uh, positive women, positive women role models as well, which has been great. For me personally, I'm quite, I'm quite positive about... Um, uplifting women in power, uplifting women in the, in the community as well, which is great. Um, but realistically for me, I don't, I don't want to be that cheesy guy, but I, I, I'm like, every day should be International Women's Day because everyone's <laughs> literally, literally like the amount of people that do something for you and you don't reciprocate. We mentioned this before about gratitude as well. A lot of times when you see like your, your mother or your sister or your sister-in-law, aunties, grandparents as well, it's great to really appreciate them on a daily basis. So the fact that it was International Women's Day, I'm just there, like, literally just appreciate them as much as possible. I'm never a big fan of these, to be fair, um, straight away. I'm never a big fan of International Women's Day or National Kid Day or, National, or, or Father's Day or Mother's Day because it just shows that they get more appreciated on one day than any other day. But I'm just saying I appreciate them the same every day of the year. That's how I see it. But will I be presenting this? I won't be presenting this further. It'll be mostly Millie this episode. So Millie, thank you very much for um, taking your time out again to come on the podcast. Um, I feel like it's more your podcast than mine now, but how's, <laughs> how's everything going? Is everything okay? Yeah, fine, Hams. I think that um, you've just shown your passion right there, haven't you? I always knew it with you. You're very supportive of this kind of thing. Mm. And you know that with me, it's a topic I'm really passionate about. Um yeah, I think being in, for me, being in such a high profile environment and in industry, I think it's massive that we share as much as possible um, the power kind of, I don't want to be too cringy to begin with, but the power kind of women have, not only in those industries, but also in society in general. And I think you just hit the nail on the head, you know what I mean? Um, when you said about celebrating Women's Day every day, and as cliche as it sounds, I think you're right. I saw something yesterday, actually, and it was from a fitness person, of an influencer in the fitness environment, a woman. Mm. And she's quite popular through Instagram and online and things like that. And she posted about businesses who post on International Women's Day and they post a post saying, oh, happy International Women's Day. We support women. And then for the rest of the 364 days of the year, it goes back to normal. Mm. Do you know what I mean? With like the equal pay, the lack of representation, I guess. And yeah, you're right. It should be every day that we continue this kind of quest almost. But my question for you as well is, without these days, like International Women's Day, Mother's Day, do you think that the representation of women will be as high? Do you think it will be considered? Because I think that these days give us kind of a boost as well. Mm. Like even, even though it was a couple of, even though it was yesterday, I still feel that boost today to do things further and there's also an article the different articles come out that still now and within a week will be coming out so what do you think on that do you think these days are necessary 
uh, first of all, um, it's really well put how you put that. So I really liked how you, how you were talking about it being a boost, which is great. And it's one of those things that when you put it in perspective, like that is a boost for people's morale, people's comfort, and um, even just re- uh, getting recognised by other people as well. Like even I jokingly said to you, yeah, we don't need a guest for International Women's Day because we've got you, which is fantastic as well. <laughs> recognised internationally, which is great. But for me, it's one of those things that I've kind of been brought up not really caring about these kind of things as well in my family so it's one of those things that a lot of these days are are quite modern and they're quite new as well so it's one of those things that you'd end up thinking I think last 10-15 years some of these days have come up like I think there's like a national students day there's a national students mental health day there's now a mental health week there's all of these new things that keep popping up every year so it's great to see it's fantastic for a boost but I don't think it should be essential for people to really um care or know about this because if you would really care about your friends or your family or your wife or your uh, external friends family work colleagues even as well who are women you would care for them the 364 days without this extra 365th day in the year as well that's personally my perspective of how I've done it like it's even little things of like how you appreciate them um, for taking the time up to speak to you or helping you learn in a different manner as well Um, little things of spending time in terms of educating you really as well a lot of our teachers growing up are mostly women as well in our primary schools in our secondary schools colleges Mm -hmm. as well sixth form so it's the fact that you get a lot of these people doing their jobs but they're obviously from um different parts of of society but the main thing is you really care about you don't really care about the fact that they're women you care about the fact that they're rather a good teacher or a bad teacher and like even with now one of my inspirations that i had was a a teacher called Miss Riley, who's a maths teacher. She came from Jamaica and she was our maths teacher for like three, four years in secondary school. And she was probably the best teacher I've ever had in my life. The fact that I still remember her to this day, I remember her quotes. I remember the way she talks to students. I remember the fact that she called everyone sir because she was like, if you want to gain respect, you have to um, give respect as well. So that's something that I've always lived by in terms of um working and being friends and being a family member as well you have to give respect to gain respect as well and that's mm-hmm. that's one of those little things that is because of her it's one of those things that I've learned a lot from um women in my past as well which has been great not not like that but like women that I've met in my past which has been great as well and I really I really appreciate the fact that there are so many people out there who are willing to highlight these people but for me I'm just kind of there like um a lot of these people deserve highlighting a lot more on a more frequent basis as well so the fact that you get a boost for one day but I don't want to see that boost then just die down over the next couple of weeks or months that's kind of how I put it yeah no I think that's really good how you put it I think it comes down again to the individual and how they see it because mm. obviously you've been brought up like that and I'm the same like I see being a woman myself I see women completely the same as men yeah um And I think that International Women's Day is a great thing for the wider community, like the higher scale projects um, in terms of like women in business and women in those high profile industries, women in work in general, even. I think that, yeah, we must support, like you said, our teachers, our family our relatives and these people every day of course we show appreciation to them and that comes from the individual but I think that because women have been kind of in the back seat 
for generations since the since the beginning of time really women have been in that back seat and it's not a secret I mean men have always been seen as superior I think that things opportunities like International Women's Day really give that like I said the boost to the higher profile scenarios um like the gender pay gap the women in employment women in business um women in high profile positions I think that it that is kind of the target and that's why in the last few years a couple of years ago I didn't even know what it was to be honest International Women's Day I used to just put a post on my social media happy International Women's Day didn't give it a thought but now I think that being someone who's worked in this environment for years and I've done a lot of I understand what it's like to be in this industry now as a woman I think that it's necessary to use days like that as much as possible and also carry it on for the rest of the 364 days of course but I think to get as much out there as possible on those days because this is one day where everyone's concentrated and like I said the the articles the rest of the interviews will drip feed into the next few weeks months and hopefully it'll contribute to that step-by-step change that is necessary yeah absolutely and again really well put because it's one of those things you want to continue um talking about discussing openly as well not shying away from the fact that there is a big gender um inequality uh the pay gap as well that you mentioned as well i remember reading recently about how uh people in the women's super league they're getting paid a lot less than they would be if they were like in their equivalent of the Premier League as well. And that's just down to the fact that they have less interest, less sponsors, less TV revenue money, all of that added up as well. And we've also discussed previously before about your situation as well. So it's one of those things about how there's so much to do to just get to a standard where you're on an equal level, which is crazy to actually think about in 2022 as well, which Mm -hmm. is insane to hear about as well. But Millie, I just wanted to ask you more about if there was someone listening and they were like, oh, I, I couldn't really give a damn about International Women's Day, why does it mean a lot more to you now than it did um, a couple of years ago? And what's kind of changed your perception of International Women's Day? I think that women have always been fighting inequality um, in terms of everything. And I think it's important to me now because I see a lot more the difference that can be made. Like, for example, you mentioned with football and the WSL. I read a similar article this morning, actually. And I think being in that industry, like playing abroad in Italy and now playing back in England, I think that it's no secret that women get paid a lot less. And this is a whole different topic. This is a whole different thing that is in essence, a very small thing compared to the rest of the inequality women face. Do you know what I mean? Women in football. Mm. But in itself, it's massive because we are competing on similar levels as the men. um, But obviously the pay is next to nothing compared to what they get paid. And I'm not saying we need equal pay. Uh, because you like you said the tv rights the exposure all this and that brings in revenue and we all know that but the bare minimum is 
the facilities, the support from above, little things like the nutrition, which should all come from above. That needs to be implemented in the women's game to increase that performance, increase the exposure, increase the standards. Um, and it's great to see now that there's so much like coverage already. And also the clubs are doing so much. They're bringing their increasing awareness, increasing exposure to the younger generations, which is amazing. Like in a women's game, there's so much um, kind of exposure to the younger generation, which you see in activities at the women's game, if that yep. makes sense. Like you see it in the stands or pre-match or post-match. There's so much of it now. And there's so many clubs, like for example, I'm part of a, an event that's happening the sec for the second time in April called the Seeing is Believing event. And that's to raise awareness in the South Asian community mm -hmm. for females in football, but also females in sport. And that can go on to females in the industry, in any working job within sport. And it's amazing to see clubs that want to do that, that want to kind of promote that industry to the younger generation, if that mm. makes sense. And I think that um, it's important that we recognise this um, because women need that kind of voice. It comes from the woman themselves to kind of stand up and think, yeah, it's me you're talking about. A lot of women will listen to this and think, no, it's not me. I'm 60 years old. It's not me. I have two kids in a house. I'm settled for life. But it's not like it's you. If you're 12 years old wanting to play football, if you're 45 years old playing walking football or equivalent to whatever you do, it's you that needs to stand up and say, right, this is what we need as yeah. women. Absolutely, because that was, again, a really passionate um, speech, what you just did there as well, and it's something that, again, something that I'll never be able to relate to, be, being a man, but I can see your point of view, the fact that even when people are just there, like, very comfortable, again, I'll use this term, again, the, the way people are very comfortable in their own lives, because that's just what they know, that's just what they've learned, that's just what they've been taught by their previous generations, by their previous um, families, group, friends, group, whatever it is, because that's just what they see as the norm. But it's mm -hmm. not asking themselves or asking other people the question, why can't I be different? Why can't I change my perception of things? Why can't I do something that I've never done before or what people in the family have never done before? Why do I have to be this kind of way? Because it's, again, we, we spoke about this on the um, on our Friday Night Counts, like about people in uh, British Asian communities who have different ways of looking at football not looking at football as a career um, the stereotypical thing of an Asian family is to look at people getting a university education going into a different job but it relates now to a lot more different ways that way of changing your thinking having a growth mindset in terms of what working towards something that you've never had to work towards before in your life and it could be at any stage of your life because it could change your perception of reality again to get a bit deep into this change your perception of reality into moving forwards in a whole new light which is fantastic mm -hmm. to hear and fantastic to see but the main thing is I think now more than ever which is a very positive thing more people are doing that more people are open more people are aware and like you said there are people that 
they follow certain people on social media, they'll see different ways of becoming um, a positive role model. They'll see different ways of becoming um, a stronger person mentally as well, stronger people um, physically at the same time. Loads of different people see it differently. The, the one thing that really works well for me is in, um, when you see someone like Michelle Obama, she was incredible when she was um, in the Oval Office as well with Barack Obama because she wouldn't just sit on her laurels she would take up her time to go to different parts of the world, different parts mm-hmm. of the country as well, seeing people from different socioeconomical backgrounds as well in terms of talking to them about saying, you are the future, this is what um, we're working towards and this is what we want you to be a part of mm-hmm. um, when she was there as well. And that's something that a lot of people never really relate to unless someone like that actually comes down and goes down to their level and say, you know what, I was in your situation once, I was in this situation here studying working really hard to try and get to my um, goals going forward as well. And she did, which is fantastic as well. And that's a lot of lot of pressure for someone like Michelle Barber to do that on a consistent basis like she did. And yeah. she's doing that because of um, she believed it was the right thing to do. And a lot of people can learn a lot from someone like Michelle Obama, who is one of my um, positive role models, in, um, not even just like male or female, just positive role model in general, which is fantastic. And Again, yeah. you, you would you would know me as well, Millie, by now. The fact that I'm very passionate about a lot of things. So if if like people, my friends will know, my family, know, if I'm passionate, I'm fully passionate. So I'll fully go on in terms of certain things. And Michelle Obama, we could do a whole episode, like I said, um, on the fact of what she's done since she's been in power, which has been great. I know she's not in power now, obviously, but what she did previously was absolutely incredible, which was fantastic. Yeah, and she, to be fair, she's still doing it today. Mm. And I was just going to say, it's kind of like she's had that effect on the future now. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I was getting at before in the fact that all women should want to do this for the future, whether that be for your future child, for someone you know, a younger person you know. Whatever age you are, you can still lead. You don't have to. And Michelle Obama has done an amazing job, but you don't have to be Michelle Obama to make the difference. Do you know that's, what I mean? That's what she said as well. It's like you yeah. get you're at one yeah. stage of your life where you have to literally just develop further, and then you can get to that stage. You don't have to worry about being the top of something. You can be you, and you can break the rules as you go through, break the barriers as you go through, and work yeah. ridiculously hard to get to where you want to go to. And that's literally yeah. it. And even just making a little change to other people's lives as well, just to add that in, yeah. it's massive. Yeah, absolutely. Like. Um, I don't know who I could relate it to now this time as well in terms of little changes I would say personally even just at university at the moment in time as well there's so many people you can learn from in reading books and reading journals reading articles as well a lot of them are females and it's great because they're females in the sporting industry which is what I'm studying as well so it's the fact that they see sport in a different perspective from a lot of people which is great because you learn different things and you learn different avenues to go down and different ways of learning which is unbelievable when you're in your first year of, of studying um, at yeah. university level as well which is which is great did you have anyone like that when you're at university as well Millie for um like in sort of lecturers or articles that you read or authors even that you thought you felt inspired by uh when I was at university mm. I had this a coach actually yeah and she was a great coach and just by her being how she was she helped me to develop because she was just literally how she was (laughs) do you know what I mean and she made sure that all of us 
felt like we were heard within the team, which is massive, not only in football teams and sports teams, but in life. Like if someone can make you feel good, make you feel heard and bring that sense of community, it kind of uplifted all of us in that team and it brought us further to reaching our goals. Yeah. Um, and I think when people are, are like that, women, but people in general, when they have that sense of like, they want to do good for others, that's really like, for me, that's really inspiring. And I think that I learn a lot of people like that because I then want to be like them. Like I said, a couple of years ago, I honestly, I wasn't interested in these things. Like many people might be listening to this. They might not be interested in at all, but something changed where I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to help with this situation. I am a woman and I've got my whole career ahead of me. I've got my whole life ahead of me. I want to help to kind of set it up for the next however many years we've got left. I want to kind of help to set up the younger generation to live their lives to the maximum potential. And I think those inspirational people throughout my journey helped me to realise that. She was one of them in particular, one of my coaches. You should get her on for a podcast soon. If you got yeah, we should. Sure. She would be an amazing guest. Honestly, we should. That's a yeah. great idea. I, I think we've got season two starting with a new guest, which would be great. Women in. Not going to say the name, but yeah, <laughs> it's a great idea. Good, good teaser for it as well, which would be great. Yeah, it is fantastic. But no, I'm I'm really happy about how we we've we've got someone out there as well who hopefully will be uh, listening and and coming back and be like. The reason I'm laughing is I don't know if you've seen it, but basically there's an uh, an interviewer who interviewed Hugh Jackman, the actor. Um, mm. Hugh Jackman recognised him when Hugh Jackman was a PE teacher in London, and he was like, yeah. "Oh, you, you, I used to teach you in PE, that type of thing as well." So I'm just there, like, it could be something like that when you're literally coming onto the podcast and she's there, and she's like, "Oh, I remember you," and she'll be telling <laughs> all these stories of when you were um, being coached at Loughborough University as well. Oh was, God which would be fun as well. Um, Not to turn me away from the idea, but... <laughs> yeah, no, it is great. No, it would be great. It's, there's so much we can, we can do in season two as well, which would be, which would be fun as well. But Millie, yeah. now I just wanted to know a bit more about how you kind of think you can inspire people differently because you kind of touched on it, which is great. But I think with the platform that you have and the Beautiful Mind Game podcast that we've just recently started, which has done really well so far, which I'm very happy with and very proud of as well. The feedback we've got from people who don't even listen to my football podcast has been great. And yeah. the people interested ever since um, we released episode one has been great as well. So I'm really happy and very proud about that. Um, yeah. Very proud of us both, which is great as well. But I just wanted to know, um, yeah, like literally, what do you think you can do now with, again, a different platform on the podcast, your Mad Mentor Instagram page, and being a footballer at Blackburn Rovers currently, what do you think you can do differently? What have you learned from other people online and books that can help other people by following yourself? Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I'm someone that had no interest. No, and I've mentioned it twice now, but I just want to really like tell you that that was me. I was just a normal person. Hmm two, three years ago, I had no interest in mindset, in anything to do with it. And then I kind of got myself in a situation where I needed to learn about it. I needed to learn about myself. 
I needed to learn about how you can change your mind to deal with these situations and perform better. That's what I needed. I needed to perform better being a footballer. And I read loads of books, um, different books from all different genres that kind of started my, I don't want to say journey, but I will, (laughs) journey on kind of bettering my performance, bettering me as a person. Mm. That's where it started about two years ago. And I think the idea behind my page, Mad Mentoring, it's mindset and development, mentoring. I want to kind of boost people um, and kind of show them that they can do what they want to do, Um, both physically, physical performance, but mentally as well. Yeah. I want to kind of not to like push it in their face and be like, this is what you need to do, but kind of just little tips now and then to help them realize the potential they have. Do you know what I mean? And then they could be someone who might help to this cause. I've got a question for you now, just to follow up on that. Do you think you could see yourself becoming an author or a journalist or even just writing journals for your mad mentoring page as well in the future? Um. Well, at A-level, I intended to do English literature. Okay. And after one session, I switched to English language. I mm. found out... Funny enough, I found out books were not my thing back then. I didn't like to read books. But I read so much now, like so much. Yeah, I have thought about it. Hopefully one day I can publish some of the things I say. Um, And hopefully I can publish some work that we've done together in the community that has made that positive impact. I think that, like mentioned, this podcast is massive um, and it's a great place where we can bring people in and share what we have to say. And we've got, uh, like you said, we've got a few ideas um, for season two and I think it will be great if we can execute it like we hope to. I think that everyone, I hope that everyone keeps listening and I think it will be an amazing platform to kind of create this community that's going to inspire others that's what I want from this and I think that's how not only me but myself and you and others can inspire a lot of people hopefully in the future I mean the, the only reason I did this podcast with you is so I could do a crossbar challenge with you and, and see how good it was see how <laughs> good you know it you'll lose already we've discussed this <laughs> yeah we have but I, I tried it what Friday last week and I had like seven goes and I missed all seven goes I'm like this is awful <laughs> this is really bad but no I'm um, just just on a serious note as well it's the fact that a lot of the advice that you do give on your social media pages and on here as well, you're giving it out for free, which is great. A lot of people yeah. can learn from it for free, but I know for a fact with the continued learning that we're both going to be doing regarding this podcast and externally as well, there will be a time where I think we'll be at a level, especially yourself, Millie, that you can end up, again, charging people for your time, doing talks and stuff like that, like you're kind of doing already, which is great, workshops, yeah. and there's so much more that you can develop further and talk about further as well which would be ridiculously um hard work but I think you got the drive to, yeah. to do that and I, I really believe in you in that way as well but I do believe I'll beat you at the crossbar challenge that will definitely happen <laughs> out of all the things you think I'm gonna you're gonna beat me at the crossbar challenge ah, I don't, I we'll have to a... we'll have to create something we'll have to create like a, a poll or something like that 
it would just be Steve like zero percent. It'll be zero percent hands, which would be. <laughs> you, which never would, you, you never know. You never know. I I may have to make like seventeen different accounts and just like click on my name all the time, <laughs> which would be the one. Um, but yeah, literally, that's kind of what I wanted to know a bit more about yourself as well in that respect. Because in terms of your future, you've mentioned it before, which would be great. But there's so much that we can do together to highlight it from a woman's point of view, from a man's point of view as well. But yeah. I just wanted to see from yourself, Mili, how you can kind of really talk about, like again, since we've started this podcast, since we started from back a couple of months ago, what would you say to anyone on International Women's Day who had, had never heard about any of the women that you've kind of spoken about previously as well? Because you've spoken about a couple of them, which have been great. But if you have yeah. to name three uh, for International Women's Day that have inspired you personally, who would they be and why? You know what? I was going to come on to this. Oh. And I've read a lot of like quotes from women. And you mentioned Michelle Obama, inspirational women within the community. But I think that to take it down a level, not even to take it down a level because they, they're more than inspirational to me, to take it to my close family members at the minute. On a personal level then. Let's say that personal, thank you. You've come up with it again. Okay. <laughs> personal level. I think that the three members of my family I'm closest to at the minute are my mom, my grandma, my auntie. Yeah. And we are this year since being back in Manchester, we are very, very close. Yeah. And I think they've kind of inspired me in different ways. And it brings me on to the next topic as well, mm. because let me just explain. For example, my auntie is someone who's of an older age and she's been in her job for years now. She's been in the same industry for years and She's been really successful within it. She's got her family and everything. She's settled. She's established everything. And she's just moved to Manchester a couple of years ago. So mm. near us from London. And she could feel that she needed a change. And she was sat on it for a long time to change. And now finally, she's taken that step to leave that job she's done all her life she's done this all her life and she's just kind of taken it and left it and I guess that was so difficult for her because not many people at all do that kind of thing but she's doing it because she wants a new challenge she wants to be happy and she wasn't happy she wasn't being challenged she wasn't doing what she wanted anymore she's kind of done all that she's great at it and now she's parked it and she's going on a new adventure which I find amazing because I know incredible I'm... bravery as well right? exactly the whole, whole situation exactly. incredible bravery the whole move into a different city um, exactly perspective on jobs ridiculous bravery and it shows and that. at that age as well people, it's incredible people, it's like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast about how it relates to people who are just happy and they're comfortable and comfortable is a very dangerous place to be yeah. life as well because if you're comfortable in your own mind in your own mentality then things can change very quickly and your mm -hmm. mindset could change very quickly as well and even and you're when... not go on no no go on I was going to say you're not challenged when you're comfortable yeah because if you're going in doing the same thing day in day out for the last what 10 15 20 years or so and you're not comfortable in 
your own self, but you're comfortable in your workplace or whatever it is. Yeah. I think standards could slip. Your, your mental capacity could slip as well. You're not mm-hmm. learning things. You're not trying different things as well. It doesn't yeah. help anyone. And we've spoken about this in the past, you know, Millie, as well, but it has happened with recent family members for us both, which is incredible. But again, like you mentioned at that age, incredible bravery. And so many yeah. people do that, but so many people don't get highlighted as well because people mm-hmm. just think, oh, yeah, they're, they're going to try something different. But everyone knows that whenever you get criticized, it's by people criticizing you who are doing less than you. So if you're. Oh, who are scared as well people put their fears onto you and the worst thing is yeah. it happens a lot to people no it happens a lot to, to women I would say unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, to people's daughters to their sisters to their mothers and aunts and all of that it's crazy because they're just they're like oh you shouldn't be doing this you, sh- you shouldn't um, do this because you're you're only good at this this and this I'm like well mm-hmm. if they want to be good at different things why can't they be it's like um um even little things that like when you see like women weightlifters at the Olympics as well I find yeah. it fantastic, but you never see them highlighted for uh, the, the next three and a half years before the Olympics start next as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, yeah. Just, even the things that the Olympics is a really big thing for me in terms of you see so many amazing, talented athletes, but you never see them until another four years go down the yeah. line. And that's something that I think that takes incredible bravery to do part-time, then to do it in the Olympics, because they're mm-hmm. still actually having to do other jobs and provide for their family and do things that they don't want to do. People working yeah. as like um, data analysis or um, just working in offices and not even having like professional contracts with their countries, but they have to do like two, three jobs just so they can maintain their profession, their livelihood and their passion as well um, in sport, which I find incredible. I find that fantastic. And I think it's something that a lot of people can really read upon as well, because I know the Commonwealth Games is coming in the summer in, in the United Kingdom, which is great. Yeah, yeah. So many people can learn from that and you'll see so many amazing stories. But again, it's one of those things when you mentioned about International Women's Day being like a little boost. The Olympics is a boost for a lot of people, but then you'll never hear about or see about these people ever again unless they make like a, a name for themselves in certain ways, which would, mm-hmm. be, which would be good. Yeah, no, it's true. And I think that like the, the kind of dual career athletes are the most fascinating people. Like I would say myself, I'm a dual career athlete at the minute. 100%. Because we have to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's kind of my whole point going back to the women in football thing. Us now must be dual career athletes. And it should not be like that. Even though I enjoy it and it's a great privilege to be able to pursue two careers of what we're passionate about. My main passion is football. Um, And again, it should not be like that. I shouldn't have to we shouldn't have to work to earn a living as well as compete professionally mm. in a in a almost professional league against mostly professional full-time teams and i think that's something that is well known in the footballing community the women's football community like i said it's a privilege to be a dual career athlete but it's something that's also it shouldn't really be happening uh especially in 2022 it shouldn't be happening a lot of things shouldn't be happening what are happening mm-hmm. um and yeah that is one of them and i think it kind of relates to a lot of um, kind of other industries in a sense i think it kind of mirrors other ind- industries um but yeah just to kind of highlight that a little bit further 
I thought you were going to highlight it a bit further there, so that makes sense. So, yeah. No, yeah, I was just thinking. Um, I think that going back to my auntie as well, just to mm. go off the athletic sport track, I think one thing I wanted to highlight was that she is of a certain age and she's she she's in the unknown at the minute. She doesn't know where she is. And I'm not saying everyone should quit their jobs and do something else. Yeah. But I think you need to kind of challenge yourself and try new things as well and kind of do what you want to do, especially after COVID, after all this, these things have happened. Um, you definitely need to look after yourself a bit more as a woman, especially of whatever age you are, whether you are 10, 20, 40, 60. I was at an event actually last week for Women's Day mm. and the mayor of my town was there Brilliant. and she was really inspirational. She got up and she stood up in front of everyone and she was speaking out and she was saying that we all need to come together and be united as women and it was really like engaging what she was saying and then she said she she didn't say her age as such but she said she was in her 70s and I thought you know what a lady in her 70s is mayor of our town and she's so passionate about this if she's in her 70s doing that why can't other people in their 60s in their 50s in their 40s do the same thing and maybe people don't want to and like I said we're not forcing anyone but if you have that thing inside you where you want to change something you know something should be changed you want to set up a better life for your kids better life for whoever the younger generation mm. yourself probably as well then you should use it you should use that voice you have you should do something try something new and it all it all comes from trying something new it's all about taking risks yeah exactly yeah if you're in that situation like you mentioned before because Fortunately for us, we're not in that situation, so we can't really um, level in that way as well. But when you see people in that situation of being happy with their certain routine, week in, week out, month in, month out, and you just say that there's so much more you can do in terms of... I remember one, I remember one time I went to a friend's house, really, really uh, a couple of years ago. It was, it, was, it was odd. I went to my friend's house and then um, finished dinner. It was great, great dinner. And then, um, don't worry, I forgot what we had, but we had, we had, we had a good dinner. Um, and then I was like taking my plate back to um, the sink and I was like helping clearing the table and stuff as you do and then my friend's mum was like oh no you don't have to you don't have to take the plate we've got girls to do that I'm like uh, yeah I'm just uh, like, yeah <laughs> here we so, go yeah so I'm just like no no it's fine I was like and to like just to insist my point of view I was like if my mum found out that I didn't take I didn't help clear the table she'll 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 hate me and then yeah. when my mum came to pick me up I made the case I was like yeah um, I, was, I was making sure I cleaned the table that, and then she's like no nah, good and I was telling my mum on the way back home yeah from being at my friend's house I was like mum this this is quite odd when I went to this friend's house and then um, we had dinner and this happened and then she was like you can see the reason why I brought you up in the way that you did it's like you, yeah, you value yeah. everyone the same you talk about everyone in the same light you don't look at people differently because of the skin color ethnicity race religion yeah but, it's like, but then she was like the, the fact that you've push not really push your agenda but you've you've spoken what you think is right we didn't have an argument or anything it's just like no i'd rather do it myself because i don't like anyone waiting on me besides mm -hmm. a waiter at a, a restaurant obviously because that's, that's their job 
But as I, I don't want like someone's younger sister or older sister to just take my plates and stuff like that. It's something as small as that, but that's also something something that came to mind in terms of the mother was stuck in her ways. Yeah. Because she thought that's what was right to do as a family. But I'm like, no, I know you're trying to be hospitable, but you don't have to then say a comment like that of, oh yeah, your daughters will then pick up the plates afterwards. Like, no, no, it's fine. I'll happily do it because I'm a guest in your house. You pay to have food for me which is great yeah, to yeah. have me in your home. I'm not going to then throw it back in your face. Because you can then imagine like the amount of guests that they probably have. And then they just expect the daughters to um, just keep picking up the food and clean up after them. And I'm like, that's not, it's not a nice feeling. Because then you're just kind of thinking like, fortunately nowadays, when, when I've heard about what they're up to, like one of them's a doctor, one of them's working as a psychiatrist, which is great. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of there thinking like, it may have been a discipline thing. It may have been a cultural thing. But I'm literally just saying, like, you know what? There could have been something where they didn't have to speak to their kids like that as well. But yeah, it, yeah. it just kind of shows that um, some people, again, they're just stuck in their ways of how they want to do things and that. And even when I'm at my mum's house, it's just like, nah, like everyone will, will chip in to do the housework and whatever. Yeah, even if we don't live there anymore, we'll still do it because it's just, we just want to help out in a way, which, which is the best. You know what? We're going down another complete rabbit hole here because this is something that, I think that in certain communities, it's still prevalent. And you know what? I can tell that with you as well, because you tell me, like, you cook, you make all these things. And I'm thinking, my God, I, I need I to keep what, with you. Huh? I did what, sorry? You cook. I cook. You, you cook all these nice things. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh. I need to keep up with you. Like, <laughs> I need to get on this cooking game, this baking game. But like you do all these things and you're always telling me you've got these housework, this housework to do. But I think it's it's little things. Yeah, but it's huge. It is massive because I think in certain communities, it is something where, like I said, it's still in the forefront where the men just put bluntly. I'm going to put it bluntly. The men go to work and bring back the bread the women do the housework and for me that is completely insane like that is insane but I can also see it in and around me in my environment as well and I think it's not done purposefully it's not on purpose it's just cultural it's just generation through generation that's how it was and this is how it is and I've heard stories from the past and things like this and I've seen like personalities and the way they are and I think that the fact that that kind of men bring home the bread women do the housework backbone of it is completely it's something that probably can't be moved in a sense within those cultures what do you think about that do you think it can be moved or not I'm like living proof that it's moved so I'm, I'm quite cool with that. yeah like, yeah literally. exactly but in general in, in general probably not because that it means that you have to try and change so many people's households so many people's um psychological thoughts their perception on things their subconscious thoughts as well there's so much to go through in general but it's something that you have to kind of change one by one in a way, yeah. which is one of those things. But I know for a fact, like in some of our families and friendship groups as well, it's not really changed. And even though you can still speak the truth and you still want to say things in a way that you can, you can think of 
helping like your your aunts or your grandmas or other family members, your family friends and stuff like that as well, and their parents mm-hmm. in a certain way. It just doesn't happen because you never know what happens behind closed doors. But like even for me, I, I, I would have joked and then said, I'd love to be a, like a house husband, do crossbow challenges every week, do my cross <laughs> and stuff, which would be cool, going to coaching, which would be great. But um, it's one of those things that you have so many people who have certain ways of living. But if you don't, if you don't want to try and learn, and if you're just happy with the way that it is, one person's probably just happier than the other in the way that it is because that's all they know. That's all they've learned. Yeah. That's all they've been taught from previous generations as well. And it's, it's not nice because you're just kind of there thinking this person probably has that other hopes and aspirations and dreams. And we see this a lot in films and in media and um, TV shows and everything. When we see family and friends from different um, backgrounds and ethnicities, even at weddings and stuff like that as well, you'll see things differently. Um, people differently in different lights as well, which is crazy. And I'm just kind of yeah. there thinking like, what am I thinking? I'm just there kind of thinking like, it's so odd to see things in that way as well yeah no it's true it's like and when I say culturally as well it's all cultures it's Mm. not I'm not specifying as such it can be found in every culture if you actually think about it and look for it I think that it's just some cultures are highlighted more than others and some cultures we know more about than others as well but it's, it's right what you said as well yeah I think that also it comes from a lot of it comes from the women as well the women of that culture because that's what they know that's how it should be to them but I think that by highlighting don't know highlighting the fact that they have got other things they can be doing yeah you love your husband and marriage is a great thing but marriage is not everything as such because I know a lot of like cultures aspire to marriage but you've got to be your own person to be in that marriage as well do you know what I mean? And I think that it's very equal. And when those two things become equal, that's when it becomes the best. Are you married? I'm not married yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm so passionate about it in this moment. <laughs> yeah, literally. Now, nah, it's one of those things that when, when you become married as well, you're just there, like you see things in a different light, which is crazy. And yeah. Even, even when you're, um, even when you're um, in, in that situation as well, you just said thinking you want to be the best person you can be before you get into marriage because you want to bring all of that into this marriage, which is great. Yeah. And people rush into it, which isn't, again, a whole different topic completely, but people rush into it because they haven't developed themselves, which isn't the best thing for them yeah. to go into it because, again, cultural differences and everything like that as well. And, I, and that's mm-hmm. something that I'm very passionate about in terms of developing yourself to be the right person to be in a marriage with because at the end of the day you don't want to be living with someone for the rest of your life who hasn't developed themselves into the person that they can be because then you would be yeah. bored out of your skull bored out yeah. of your skull literally with, with the same person just because oh. oh they look good or oh we have so- certain things in common but it's, yeah. it's never the one it's never the one yeah oh within that marriage you don't want to be that person or yeah. I hope you don't want to be that person who's not quite where they could be do yeah. you know what I mean as a person the thing you want to be the best person you can be to be in that marriage 100% because the one thing I've seen a lot in marriages is people blaming their spouses for things that they could have done but they didn't or the worst thing mm-hmm. blaming their kids for trying to do something that they could do but they, they didn't do as well yeah. and I'm like it gets a lot of the women in, in the marriages get a lot of 
stick for that as well. So that's why when you mentioned about your aunt who has changed uh, locations of where she's living, job roles at the age that she did, is incredible because it shows that she's had all this stuff to deal with as well as all of this new change to deal with as well, which is Mm -hmm. incredible. And we've seen that from time to time as well in terms of even with like, um, I know she's not married, but like even with like um, Malala as well, who's done so much work in world politics, which is great. And she's trying to get people out of like arranged marriages and forced marriages and um, yeah, shop phone yeah. weddings basically in, in and around certain areas of the world as well, because she's like, this is not how a woman should be. This is not what they are um, born for as well. This is not what their fathers wanted for them as well. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I'm just like, this is just inspirational for someone who got shot by the Taliban and she's yeah. to fight her message, but even louder and stronger as well. And these are people who I believe literally are the future because there's so much yeah. to do to learn. And she was them. so young as well, right? She was so young when she started this. It's insane to see. Yeah, just carrying on with it as well, which is the best thing possible. And the fact that people actually change their perception on things as well. Uh, yeah. she's just um, Again, people change perceptions on, on Malala, which is fantastic as well. Yeah, of course. Even like... Um, I know it's completely different, but even like Greta Thunberg, I know when she first like <laughs> when she first did her first speech, mm. there was a bit of like controversy around it. People kind of saw it as I don't know, take mm. it as you would. But I think that she was so young as well when she first started, but she became this global sensation yeah. about about a activist. Do you know what I mean? Mm. In terms of like nature and climate change, the planet, yeah, the environment, things like that. And that was her thing. But she was so young, but it was her thing and she did it. And there's so many people like that, no matter how young you are or how old you are, find your thing and do it. And don't be compromising about it as well. Be uncompromising. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Just don't yeah. be unapologetic about it, which is the best thing yeah. possible as well um, I was thinking sorry go no, on. No, go, go. I was thinking when you said that just then I was thinking that with our podcast series because just to say outright when we first started our first episode it wasn't supposed to be aired was it it was just like a practice thing but then I thought I've been thinking it over the past few days since it's been aired as well I've been thinking you know what it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how people take it it doesn't matter who sees it in what light it doesn't matter what people think it's out there because it's just us speaking do you know what I mean being comfortable with it that's another that kind of just sparked it when you said be uncompromising I think that's something that I've kind of overcome in the past few days just to be like look it is what it is we're trying to help people we're trying to do this thing and it's it's our thing to do and we're going to do it. For all of our listeners what, uh, listening to this as well, it was the fact that I said to Millie, I was like, don't worry about it. It's a small win. Then I counted the small wins for the podcast being out. I told her about how well we've done in downloads and uh, responses that we've had. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. And now she said it on the podcast thinking it was mostly her. But it was, it was a bit of me as well, I have to say. The fact that... it was I didn't say it was mostly me. <laughs> I, I would say it was a joint effort because it's one of those things that I'm just saying, like, was. why would we not the worst thing for me is I don't want to just redo that episode over again I'm like it's just out there it's fun we had a good conversation yeah. and it's the beginning at the end of the day it was just the beginning of our conversation yeah and yeah our topics that we had just bloomed from there as well which was great 
Yeah. And I'm really happy of what we've done so far. And I'm really happy where we're going to go and how we're going to go about it, which is the best thing possible as well. Minus the yeah. crossbar challenge, I think we'll be okay, which will be, which will be pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. I'm probably going to lose at that, but I'm still going to, I'm still going to back myself, which is the best, <laughs> best thing. We'll do. have to do a video or something. Now you've said it so many times, you seem that confident. We'll have to do a video. Yeah, we'll do a video. We'll put it on YouTube and everything. So ah, you are happy. confident. I am confident. <laughs> it'll, it'll be good. Because then what I'll do is I'll like advertise it of Mili Chandarana teaching me how to hit the crossbar. Oh, like, yeah, it's cool, which, which will be fun as well. No pressure then. Not for me. The pressure's on you. You're the, you're the exactly no pressure for me. <laughs> nah, it'll be good. It'll be okay. Um, but no, literally, just to end the podcast as well, Millie. If, I just wanted to know if you had any tips or hints for anyone listening after all the things we've talked about today on perception of women, perception of International Women's Day, what to do differently, how to think differently as well, how women can do things differently at any age. Do you have any last hints or tips for anyone listening that you think would be beneficial for them? Yeah, um, I think that, um, and it kind of ties into my other two inspirations as well. I think that my main tip would be to try something new. Just go and try something that's completely new to you. And that relates to both my mum and my grandma as well. Mm. So I'll tell you a little bit of a story on each. I won't go into it. I won't take up too much of your time. Don't worry. (laughs) But for example, my mum has done so well this year. Now she's of an older generation as well, but she's kind of, she still works in what she's been doing over the, over her life. Um, But she's found these new avenues to go down. And I think that since we've all left home, me and my brothers have left home, I think it's difficult for a mother to have their child to leave home I think from what I've gathered, it's very difficult for that to happen when they've grown up and then they leave. It's, it can be a time of like unsurety. Mm. But I think that she's done so well to kind of find these other things that she's interested in. She goes to do, saying it outright, she goes to do her nails and her beauty thing, which is completely opposite of what she's used to, what she yeah. does. She's found like a passion with that. And then she goes to do her cookery classes. She makes new things every week. She's trying yoga, which is amazing. Like it's unbelievable that she's got so many different things to do. And I kind of look up to that and think, yeah, I want to be like that. She's still active. She still does all these things. And she's she's cared for us her whole life. And now she's finding her own kind of new things, her new life, what she wants to do her own little wins of the day, her own little joys, what she wants to do. And I find that, like, I look up to it and I think, that's what I want to be like. That's great. Like, I hope I can do that in the future, still have these challenges, still want to be challenged at things, learn Mm. new things, do you know what I mean? Definitely. And I think also my grandma's similar. Now, she's of an even older generation and she is Indian. She's Hindu. And she's had the same thing throughout her whole life. And I think she is an unbelievable person because she is also now just recently starting to find these new things, what she likes doing, what she's good at. She's starting to find pride in herself. She goes to all these communities. She does yoga. And I'm thinking, I need to keep up with this yoga thing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like she's doing it almost every day. 
and she's doing all these different things. I have to drive her all to all these different places and she's got, she's meeting all these friends and it's unbelievable to see that she's just made a difference in her life and she's so much happier. And I think also she is an inspiration to me, but also she's an inspiration to all of, all of us, all of my cousins, all of my, my brothers, all of the family as well. Like we've got a massive family, as you can probably guess, <laughs> being from an Indian background. But mm. yeah, I think that you start by making that change for yourself, trying new things. I've got a question for you just to end it. Do you think she was inspired by you or what you were doing? Or do you think you were inspired by her? Because I've always said that you never know who's getting inspired by you and who's following your footsteps in terms of, um, of anything, really. So you never know who looks up to you in, in that certain way. Could be people older yes. than you, younger than you. So I just wanted to know, do you reckon it could have worked from you being inspired by her or her being inspired by you? Definitely. I think both. I think for people our age or even younger, that's why we work, isn't it? We work to better ourselves, to make the people around you better people. Like yeah. I said previously, you don't force it in their face. Like you let them figure it out for themselves because that's all you can do with people. You can give them all the information, yeah. but they need to, the individuals need to figure it out for themselves. And I think, I hope so. I hope I've had some influence in inspiring the people in my life as much as they inspire me. And I think it works both ways. That's what we all work towards as well. Brilliant. No, that's a, that's a really good way to end the podcast as well. And it's, it's one of those things that, again, everyone has to go on their own way of discovering um, what they like and what they dislike. And the fact that it can be from learning things from International Women's Day, it can be from learning from uh, a woman in your family as well, or being inspired by someone that you've read uh, or listened to previously as well, which would be something that, I'd recommend as well, which has been fantastic. But everyone, thank you very much for listening. This has been our little special episode of the Beautiful Mind Game podcast for International Women's Day. Millie, thank you very much for your time and thank you very much for um, your comments that you shared today as well. Thank you very much. No worries. We'll see you all in season two later on in the year. Take care. And actually, no, because this is getting released today. We'll see you on episode two. So this is like a little impromptu. Episode episode. two, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you on episode two. Keep a lookout. There'll There'll be much to come from episode two, which would be great. Take care and goodbye.